0: Hey guys, it's Olivia, the host of For You from Eve. I'm so excited you decided to click on this episode. This podcast was created to becoming a better version of our yesterday selves through the power of meditating, manifesting, and motivation. I upload episodes every single Monday, and I'm so excited to have you here. So let's go ahead and enjoy this week's episode. Hey guys, today I talked to Jenny who is a lifestyle blogger. She's on TikTok and Instagram. Her Instagram will be in the description if you guys want to follow her. She has great recipes and workouts all over her page and just lives a super healthy lifestyle. She comes from an amazing story and today we get to learn more about her and we share a lot of wellness tips, what it's like to compare yourself to others, remain consistent with your workouts and more. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode.
1: Hi, I'm Jenny. I am a lifestyle and wellness blogger, I guess. Um, Nothing I'm doing like professionally or full time, but it's something that I really enjoy in my professional time. I actually just got a job doing marketing for a brand called Lil Bucks, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. They're based in Chicago, where I'm from. So it just ended up working out really well. So I just started that job like a
0: week ago, and so far, so good. That's awesome. I'm actually a marketing major. So I definitely want to talk a little bit about what you do and about the company. So did you study marketing in college?
1: No, I actually studied human nutrition in college because initially I wanted to be a dietitian, And after shadowing one and going through courses, I just realized that that route wasn't for me. So I decided I wanted to pivot my career after college. And then rather than being a healthcare practitioner, being somebody who's in the health and wellness space but more on the marketing side so I kind of like took a few jobs before I got to the right one but it's a good mm-hmm. fit now
0: awesome so tell me a little bit about the company you work for and what are like some things that you do for it yeah so the
1: brand is called Lil Box they're a Chicago based brand small business still very small um but they make sprouted buckwheat and then buckwheat granola cl- clusters um it's just an amazing brand to work for. My boss is just such an entrepreneur and a phenomenal person and a great mentor for me so far. I help manage the social media accounts mostly. So Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and help a little bit with graphic design. That's definitely something I'm still new in, mm-hmm. but it's more so the social media marketing and the like affiliate influencer marketing.
0: That's awesome. I actually just started working at the boutique and like I'm working a lot with their social media so we could like bounce off each other in the future and stuff. That's super cool. Yeah, that would be awesome if we could do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So you started your blog on Instagram. I've also actually seen you on my for you page on TikTok. On TikTok. Well. <laughs> yeah, I have seen you a few times you got like very decent like so why did you just th- decide to create a blog focused on wellness and lifestyle and health?
1: Mm -hmm. So I've always been somebody who wanted to be a creator ever since like MySpace days. Back in the day, I've always just been super into social media. And I've even had a few failed Instagram, like foodie accounts and a few failed YouTube channels. But I quit my job um, before COVID. So the last corporate job I had made me incredibly miserable and I had fallen off track mentally and physically. So the things that I love regarding health and wellness weren't really a part of my life anymore. And I had to quit a job because it had really ruined my mental health. And from that moment, because I was unemployed, wasn't really sure what to do. I was like, maybe now is a good time for me to start doing that content creation and creating a blog so that I can one maybe just journal out how I'm feeling and try yeah. to work through this with other people and to meet like-minded individuals who are
0: interested in the same things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so- awesome. And I like how you brought up you were in corporate jobs. And there's so many people at this age that are. I'm in my 20s. I know you are too. And it's like mm-hmm. – We go to college to get into these corporate jobs. We're like, okay, once we made it, we're like, okay, this is everything I've wanted. And then you don't really realize how much you lose yourself when you're working these long hours and you're not prioritizing your mental health or going to the gym or cooking your own recipes. So it is really like a tough position because it's like, you want to have this amazing job and this amazing title with an amazing income, but then it comes with, are you prioritizing your mental and physical health?
1: Exactly. And that's how my thought process went. Exactly. I was extremely, extremely studious when I was in college and I was very hard on myself. And my success, my academic success and my professional success was always incredibly important to me. And mostly for the wrong reasons too. Like I cared about how other people perceived me and I wanted them to think that I had this great job and seemed to be doing well for myself. Mm -hmm. And once I decided to start prioritizing myself and my own happiness, that's when I decided that the path I was going down was not really something I was incredibly interested in. It was just mostly... A facade to make it seem like I was doing really well in life or to make it seem like to myself that I was succeeding and doing things the way I should be doing them, I guess.
0: That's amazing. And that's not easy at all, especially like you said, you want this job because you want other people to be like, okay, she's doing well, you know, like Mm -hmm. I feel like content creators right now don't get the credit they deserve. Like even with Instagram, TikTok, like it takes hours. And once you actually make it to that point of like it being your full-time job, people won't take you seriously until you're at that point. So it's really hard to just let go of what you're doing, like letting go of your job and having people think like, oh, does she not have it all together? And like, it's, it's definitely really hard. So that's so inspiring that you were able to like escape from that and just focus on yourself.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. And it definitely is hard, especially like I'm not a huge content creator influencer by any means. So starting it, especially, like you said, it's hard because people are like, what is she doing? Like, who does she think she is? And but you kind of just have to put that aside and stop worrying so much about what other people are thinking. Um, And like, just to add on that. From even just creating the few TikTok videos I made or stuff on my Instagram, I've had so many people reach out to me and say that like my content has really helped them. And just doing that stuff has been so much more rewarding than any professional career I've had or any academic success I've had. Like This stuff has been so much more fulfilling than anything else I've ever done.
0: I agree. Yeah, it's so rewarding. Like when I post TikToks, and even if I get like a few hundred or thousand likes, and it like draws people attention to my page, and they DM me on Instagram, and they're like, "Oh, where's this from?" Or they like ask me a question. It's such a rewarding feeling that like Absolutely. all these hours I spend creating content is actually like paying. It's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I agree. Yeah, amazing. So I I love talking about wellness and fitness and health. So I want to get into, like a lot of tips. Mm-hmm. So what are some steps you took? I know you said you quit your job. What are some steps you took when you decided like you want change? So besides quitting your job, like what are some things that you did that you were like, okay, this is a fresh start. Like, this is what I'm going to do. This is going to be my new life.
1: Right. Um, so I would have loved at that point in my life to have gone to therapy because I had gone to it in the past and it had been incredibly helpful for me. But because I quit my job, I didn't have health insurance anymore. Mm -hmm. So that was a little bit of a hurdle that I had to jump over. Um, So what I did on my own, since I couldn't really afford to just pay my way through therapy out of pocket is one, I surrounded myself with the right people and got a good support system. I'm definitely really grateful that I'm close to my family. And I have really good friends that I can open up to that are so helpful for me. Um, So that's a huge, huge help for me during that time. And then aside from that, I really got into reading books on self help and spirituality. And I was posting at the time to my Instagram account, basically to hold myself accountable and share my thoughts and my feelings. So I guess it was a bit of an outlet or maybe like a public therapy, if you will. I don't exactly know. But that really helped hold me accountable because I was documenting my progress. And if I had not had the Instagram account, I don't think I would have been able to hold myself as accountable. So that was incredibly helpful for me.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: lastly, I really started just working on my physical and mental health in any way possible by doing things that made me happy. So I've always been really into fitness. But because my corporate job took so many hours, I wasn't working out really. So started working out again because I actually had the time finally. And then I started implementing little things in my day that I just knew would make me feel better, like getting ready and putting makeup on or calling my mom or a friend. So thankfully, because I had been through therapy before, I remember the step back then. So I knew a little bit of how to put myself back together again. And I really just focused on my mental health at that point. And then the
0: physical followed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are some of your favorite books that were like self-help books? I love books like that. Ooh,
1: I really like The Universe Has Your Back. That's like more of a spirituality book, but I think spirituality at least for me and self-help go hand in hand mm-hmm. because I think believing in something whether you're religious or more spiritual is just helpful and takes a weight off your shoulders when you're trying to better yourself and improve your life. you put a little bit of like take a little bit of pressure off yourself because you think that you have this other support system, mm-hmm. a more, spiritual universal support that's at least what I believe mm-hmm. um but that book I absolutely love um there's a book you are a badass love that one yeah mm-hmm. that was like the first book that I read to get um back into the swing of things and it breaks things down like super easily I really am a fan of that book and I'm trying to think if there's any more that are like Straight self help books, but I think for the most part, I knew what I did in therapy, and I just kind of like used books as a supplement to therapy practices like cognitive behavioral therapy and trying to like change habits. Yeah. Um, I'm reading a book right now actually called Inner Size that is really, really about changing habits and turning your life around. That book I haven't finished yet, but I can tell it would be a phenomenal self help book for anybody who would want to read something like that.
0: Have you ever read Untethered Soul?
1: I actually just started it. I was I'm say on like, you the would fifth love chapter. that book. I think <laughs> that's like
0: your type of book.
1: <laughs> no, I, I know. I uh, I read the first few chapters and then I started reading a different book, and I'm just kind of like hopping around books right now mm-hmm. because I'm so sporadic. When- I get to reading, Um, but I do. I love that book so far. Yeah,
0: I'm like that when it comes to like wellness or like more like success books. Like I don't know if you've ever read Think and Grow Rich. It's more of like a success, like entrepreneur Mm -hmm. book. Yeah. Whenever, whenever I read books like that, I'm always bouncing. Like I can't just like read one in one sitting. But when it comes to like romance novels and everything, I could like read it in one day and just be done with it. Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. Because it's like a storyline, and you're just like wanting to see what happens next. Exactly. Whereas self-help or success books you kind of have to work while you're reading Mm -hmm. like start implementing the things that's telling you to do which
0: you may uh, put off a bit while you're reading yeah I agree and I also like how you brought up in your steps that when you created your Instagram it held you accountable because I think that's a really big thing that can help with consistency like when I started so my TikToks that I make or just my Instagram stories in general I like to put little clips of my day so like for me it's like Obviously, people like seeing me cleaning my room and going to the gym or going grocery shopping because they're like, "Oh, that's so productive. That makes me want to be productive." So it does hold you accountable, and you're like, "Oh, I don't want to go to the gym, but I kind of want to put a clip in my TikTok of me going to the gym, so I guess I'll go to the gym." Like it's, it oh, absolutely. That little push. It's it's something that I think people don't really think about with being consistent. You don't have to open a whole blog, but just like creating something for yourself, whether it's progress picture. Just like a little vision board of your own pictures, I think will really push and motivate people to like stay consistent with their health lifestyle.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. Or even if you and like a couple friends or one friend want to do it together and hold each other accountable that I would love to like have a little health buddy that goes to the gym with me and everything and just no friends like all my friends are working in office like I'm the only one that works from home. So unfortunately I got to kind of do all that stuff on my own, but yeah. having a person that would hold you accountable, I think would be absolutely amazing. Yeah,
0: I agree. I used to never have like a friend or my sister that would like work out with me, but this past year, my younger sister has been working out with me. So she's kind of like my gym partner. Um, so it's like definitely motivating. Cause I'm like, we have to go every day or five, six times a week. So if I don't want to go, I need her to push me. If she doesn't want to go, I need mm-hmm. to push her. It's like so important. Definitely. I love that. Yeah. So What are some other tips you have to just remain consistent? Because I feel like that's such a hard thing when it comes to working out. Like we get into a groove and we're like, oh, my God, this girl has a great body. I want to look like that. And then it's like we work towards it for a week and then we kind of get over it. What are some tips that you have to kind of remain consistent with that?
1: Right. I think for me, um, just to be upfront, I like working out. So it's not incredibly difficult For me to get myself to go to the gym. I've been active since I was like a teenager. So it's not like I had to have a huge lifestyle change. However, I will say the moments I've fallen off of my workout schedule, or I've taken even months off, what has gotten me back into it is by doing the things that I actually enjoy doing rather than forcing myself to do workouts that I hate so mm-hmm. for example I hate running I can run maybe a mile and then I'm so bored I'm miserable <laughs> I don't want to do it yeah so if I put that in my workout regimen like oh I'm going to run every single day this week I know for a fact I'm going to do everything in my power not to run so I'll probably not be Agreed. working out yeah. that week whereas I love lifting weights or sometimes implementing yoga and pilates and so I listen to my body and do what feels good for me that day and what motivates me. And then also just on top of that, like having a bomb playlist that you can Mm -hmm. listen to while you work out or even beforehand that can hype you up. Mental is so important with working out and being consistent, I feel like. So just getting yourself into a kind of like hype routine ahead of time, I think is actually really helpful. Yeah, I
0: agree. And another thing, I think this is like a little bit more on like the deeper side, but like when I asked the question, I was like, We look at a girl like Kendall Jenner, for example, and we're like, yep, that's the body I want. And we work out until we get that body or we eat like her so we can look like her. And I feel like an important thing that we forget is that we could eat and work out like Kendall Jenner for 365 days. We won't have her body at the end of that year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we often forget that, we we don't remain consistent because we don't look at ourselves and say I want to become a better version of myself or I want to reach my highest potential we don't think like that we automatically think I want to be that person I want that person's body so I think a really big thing with remaining consistent and having the passion for a healthy lifestyle is thinking of you what's your potential like for example I've always been super insecure about my acne and my stomach so it's like I can't look at Kendall and be like, oh, I want her skin and her stomach. Like, I have to think of myself. What are things I can do to fix my skin or to fix my body the way that I like it? Like, I picture my highest self, and then I just show up as that person, and I act like I'm that person. And then slowly over time, it comes together, and you start to see progress, which really motivates you. But when it comes to being Mm -hmm. consistent, just to anyone who's listening in general – stop comp- Stop comparing yourself to other girls out there because you will never look like them. They will never look like you and you have something to offer that they don't. So it's like work out so you could become a better version of yourself instead of another duplicate version of someone else on the internet.
1: Yeah, I love how you're going into that point and showing up as your higher self mm-hmm. because I think that's super important. And you hit a, a lot of good points there, but just something to add is I think if you're only working out for physical benefits and Mm -hmm. not mental, it's not going to be something that'll be a daily habit for you, or it's just not going to be something that's enjoyable. So if you've ever worked out and had a good workout, you know, afterwards, you feel like you're, you're unstoppable. You're on cloud nine. You feel like you got a high from your workout. That is the feeling I chase. And that's why I work out every single day. I don't work out because I'm like, Oh my gosh, I want to get super skinny for summer or whatever it is, because I think that's just such an unhealthy and toxic view and relationship to have with the gym. Obviously, it's okay to have physical goals every once in a while, as long as that's not your main focus and you can appreciate the mental benefits from working out.
0: That, I think, is what will keep you going every single day. Yeah, I agree. And it's definitely not easy to get to that point. Like, for me, when I started working out, the first month, I had to force myself to go to the gym. Like, the first month of me, I like you said, I was always active, too, as a teenager. I always played sports. But then my first two years of college, I kind of, like, really slacked. I was not working out. Mm-hmm. And I was very unhealthy with the way I ate and everything. And now recently, like the past year or so, I've been getting back into a healthy lifestyle and working out. And in the beginning I had to force myself to go. I was not enjoying the gym because number one, I wasn't doing workouts that I liked. I didn't have a peer mm-hmm. partner and I only had physical goals. So I, right. yeah, so I enjoyed none of it. And now that I've been working out for three, four months, it's like, I crave it. Like this morning I was like, I have to go to the gym. Like, I was like, I just like, my body literally needs to be moving every single day now, whether I'm doing a 15 minute ab workout or a two hour strength training workout, my body needs to move. So like you said, really big point on don't just focus on physical goals that will come slowly. But then if you're only focusing on that, it will never be enough. Like if you're like, oh, I want to be thin, you'll never stop that goal. That's not like an actual goal. That's like a everlasting feeling that you're just going to want to keep getting thinner and thinner. So having a goal of just I want to feel better I want to bloat less I want to you know tone my stomach these are things yeah. that are kind of like in your head and when you hit like new PR records it like really does. I something. was just gonna say yeah. that
1: like or I want to like feel really strong I want to see how much weight I can lift today and what my body can yeah. do
0: yeah our, our bodies were made to be strong and like help us survive and like live life and You know, I know like beauty standard nowadays like makes it so hard to see that and watch that. But at the end of the day, like you want to be healthy. You want to, you know, this virus is going around and it's really scary for people who aren't on track. You know, you have to. I saw I I don't know if you follow Kenzie Burke. You know who that is? Mm Yeah. I do, yeah. She like Mm -hmm. I remember when the virus like first came out, she made a point and she's like you know, at the end of the day, this virus is obviously super serious, but she's like, this is why I take my health so seriously, because it's like, I don't want to fear, God forbid for my life, because I take care of myself, I work out I eat healthy, I take my vitamins, like I know, I built a strong immunity system on my own, like, as a human being, you should want to have that strong body and that strong immune system just for everyday life, you never know what's gonna come.
1: Yeah, definitely. But
0: um, yeah, awesome. So what are some things like what are the most important things when it comes to health and wellness? Like, why is it so important to you? What changes have you seen in the past few years and everything like that? Yeah. Um, I think we kind of just
1: touched on this a little bit, but I really love and value feeling good. I like waking up and feeling good. I don't like being sluggish throughout the day. I like enjoying my nice rest. I like having a routine and, being into health and wellness, um, at least personal health and wellness, I should say, really make sure that I'm feeling my best every single day. Mm -hmm. So I want to feel energized and happy. And I know when I implement certain habits, or when I eat certain foods, or when I work out, I will feel those things more so than on the days where I maybe don't eat as well, or skip a workout or just kind of like, sit in self-loathing in my bed or whatever and obviously it is not a perfect system by every day it's not like every day I'm eating fruits and vegetables and being like a happy glowing goddess like it's (laughs) absolutely furthest from the truth but I just try my best to do the things that I know make me feel good because I just crave that feeling so much I've hit some really really low points in my life especially like in college and then as I mentioned, when I quit my job, and I don't want to ever go back to my go back to that place. Yeah. Um, So I just can't afford to be unhappy like that again. And so I have to make sure that I'm doing these habits that keep me away from that place.
0: Yeah, wow, I love that. And so what are some like, tips you have just like wellness and health tips? Like I know you said you love routine. And like, You love getting a good night's sleep. Like, give me tips on how to sleep earlier. What are some things you can incorporate in your morning routine that'll like give you a great morning? Just like little tips like that. Because I those are like my favorite things to hear. And I always like write them down when I'm listening to podcasts. Like other people are saying it.
1: Yeah. I don't okay. So to be completely honest, I have no idea how I started sleeping earlier. It's like I graduated from college where I was going to bed at like 2 a.m. every night. And then I became a grandma immediately. And I think it's just because you get into the routine of like a work schedule. So you're waking up early, you're exhausted when you come home from work. Yeah. Um, it's not like you're going out every night, maybe as you would be in like a school setting more so. Um, so you have time to like unwind and the schedule I feel like just naturally comes when you're in that working setting. But regarding morning routine, at least the things that I like to do, and this isn't every single day, but it's the days that I feel motivated enough to do it Mm -hmm. is one I always make myself like coffee usually a latte because lattes just make me feel phenomenal and I love how they taste love that right and such a small habit like that makes my morning like I love going to bed knowing that I'm gonna wake up and make myself a delicious soy milk latte Mm -hmm. so that as small as it is is huge part of my morning. And I also try to journal every morning. So I write down what I'm grateful for almost every single day, because I find that a lot of my unhappiness comes from me having a lack mindset. So not thinking I have enough in my life. So I really try to remind myself of everything that I do have and everything that I'm grateful for. And I always implement that in the morning when I start my day. Those are honestly like the two main things that I do in the morning, I try not to have this crazy morning routine because I used to have a really stacked productive morning routine. And then on the days where I didn't do it, I felt like I'd already failed that day because I didn't like check off my morning routine list. So just like the journaling for me is a huge one. I love getting out in the sun. If it's out, Chicago is like a very, very gloomy place, Mm -hmm. especially during the winter. So that hasn't been an option lately, but getting sunlight hitting my eyes first thing in the morning, I know is like super good for you, and is actually really good at regulating your circadian rhythm and your sleep cycle. So I guess that's kind of like a little bit of a tip for making sure that you're sleeping properly is yeah. getting sun in the morning and knocking um, out the lights later in the evening and the social media and stuff. Mm. But, yeah, the sunlight, the journaling, the latte, that's really all I need in the morning to be happy. Yeah,
0: I feel like when it comes to sleeping, I used to be a horrible sleeper. Like, I used to sleep at, like, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. I just couldn't sleep. And mm-hmm. recently, like, a really big thing is, like, getting rid of screen time, like, hours before bed. Like, all literally – I'll have my day of work or school. I'll go to the gym at five, come home, eat dinner, shower. And I'm in bed, no joke, by like 7 or 8 p.m. on the weekdays. Like I'm in bed right. so early. I put my phone away. I say goodnight and whatever. I put my phone away. And then like I just lay in bed until I fall asleep, which sometimes it doesn't work out. And sometimes I don't end up sleeping till 11 p.m. or 12 a.m. Because my mind just can't sleep that night. I right. Think yeah. meditation also is really good when trying to fall asleep. I've been trying to like meditate before bed because it puts me to sleep sometimes so much. Mm hmm. Meditation
1: is really good for me for falling asleep as well, which maybe isn't a good thing because I fall asleep almost every time I meditate. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'm not getting the full benefits,
0: but at least from a sleep standpoint, mm-hmm. it's working. Yeah. And then in the morning too, how you said, t- like, you know, the sunlight, I wish I could give credit to who this was. But I was listening to the skinny confidential and there was this doctor and he was like every single morning I get out of bed like his the first thing he does every morning is he goes outside and he doesn't wear like he's barefoot like no socks no shoes and he lets his feet like touch the ground or the rocks mm-hmm. while he's like looking up at the sun and he's like that has literally like, I feel like
1: I listened to this episode right? I remember this I don't remember episode yeah no I don't remember his name either but I know he said he goes outside he does grounding work barefoot yes. Um, standing on the ground and standing in the sun which I totally remember that yeah it
0: was like I was like oh my god that's so interesting and like I definitely believe that it like helps so much like if I can wake up at 8 a.m and there's sun shining outside I'm 100% like sitting out there for five ten minutes it's the best feeling I would love the sun
1: absolutely I know I crave it hopefully uh, I'll be moving
0: in the future and be able to get some more of that but
1: that's a discussion for another time (laughs)
0: yeah I love the sun um, okay. So I want to go into a rapid fire round and just ask you five questions. We can elaborate on it. Um, so yeah, the first question is what is your favorite healthy snack or meal? I know you're like always posting on your Insta. Mm-hmm. Definitely homemade
1: protein balls or like protein bars mm-hmm. or maybe like energy bites. I don't know exactly what I call them because I don't always add protein or anything to them. Uh-huh. Um, but I kind of just mess around with recipes. Usually it's like, Oh, some sort of nut butter. I like peanut butter um agave or maple syrup or honey flax meal and cinnamon I think that's Mm -hmm. it I don't think I'm forgetting anything oh and chocolate chips Uh and then after you put all the ingredients together I usually put it in like a baking pan or like a a loaf pan Mm -hmm. push it down put it in the freezer until it's like hard and then cut it into little like energy bars that's my favorite go-to snack it's also a great dessert
0: interesting yeah I've I've like never made them but my boyfriend's mom has like made the little Like balls, I guess. Like they're like granola and dried fruit, and it's so good. And I always say I'm going to make them, and I just never make the time to make them. But yeah, those are really good. They're super, like, I highly recommend. Yeah, I have such a sweet tooth at night. Every night I get a little sweet tooth. That would be perfect. That's when I
1: have those is at night. It's the perfect, like, little
0: sweet treat before bed. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Number two What's your favorite grocery store? Like, if you could only shop at one grocery store, which would it be?
1: Okay. I have two answers, mm-hmm. which I know is kind of cheating, but my
0: fa- I have a different favorite than
1: if I could only shop at one, because I think my favorite is Trader Joe's, because I love Trader Joe's, yeah. they have so many unique items, and I actually used to work there. That was my first job out of college, oh. was working at Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. um, but if I could only shop at one, Trader Joe's is a little bit limiting, as much as I love them, so I'd probably pick Whole Foods, which I guess is kind of a basic answer, but yeah. I eat plant-based, and they have so many plant-based options. So it would hard, be hard for me to really choose anywhere else. Yeah,
0: they do. Trader Joe's has so many like vegan options, but sometimes you look at the ingredients and you're like, oh, this is vegan, but it's totally not good for me. But then Whole Foods has like the cleanest of the cleanest things. Yeah, definitely. So maybe, maybe it is Whole
1: Foods. Yeah, they have definitely. A I don't lot know. More That's options,
0: difficult. But they're pricey. Yeah, very pricey. Mm-hmm,
1: that is true. Yeah.
0: Um. Number three, what's your favorite clean beauty, beauty brand? Whether it's makeup, skincare, hair care.
1: Um, I love the ordinary. I don't know if they're necessarily like certified clean, Mm -hmm. but they are one incredibly inexpensive because they don't really spend money on like marketing or packaging or anything like that, and two, each of their items is so simple. So they sell things that are just like one ingredient, so it's not like you're getting this face oil that has so many ingredients. I get their chia seed oil and All it is is chia seed oil. That's the only Mm. ingredient. Um, And that's how a lot of their products are. So I love, love them because you can get such quality ingredients at such a low price. Yeah.
0: Have you ever struggled with acne or anything?
1: Yes, I have. Um, mostly on my forehead, and it's almost always due to stress. Mm -hmm. But for me, what has helped that is Curology. Um, I'm not sure if you've ever tried Curology, but Mm -hmm. it has been like a life changer for me with my acne, because they do like a, like a formulated thing for you. I don't know like how like specialized it is. But I do know that it does at least work for my skin.
0: Interesting. Yeah, my skin is very I have like rosacea all over my cheeks. And then I have like just like little tiny pimples. So it's not necessarily cystic because I know cystic are like really big pimples. Mine are like super tiny, Mm -hmm. but like kind of all over the place. Um, And like for me, I've tried so, I feel like my problem is not skincare related at all. I think for me, it's the way I eat or Mm -hmm. just my lifestyle. Like I know for some people they use a product and it clears up their skin and it's like amazing, but I don't think that's the case for my skin. So that's why I was asking if you've seen like any skin changes since you've created like this health journey too.
1: I have, but I think most of my skin changes come from my mental health because, like I said, my acne is usually stress-related. So when I focus on my mental health, when I know I'm maybe not in a great place, I notice that, like, over time, my skin will clear up. I'll obviously, like, be eating well also and be using proper skincare products and Curology, like I said – But my mental health is like huge for me. Unfortunately, like I have eczema and I've tried changing my diet so much, like been fully vegan, vegetarian, tried cutting out so many different things and nothing has ever helped. Mm -hmm. So if you end up getting something that helps your rosacea, let me know
0: because maybe it'll help my eczema too. Yeah, I've been doing, I'm actually doing like a laser chemical peel treatment. So I started a chemical peel. I did one like two weeks ago and then I have to do my second session, session actually in like two weeks. Um, Which is, like, kind of just getting rid of, like, brightening my face, getting rid of a few acne scars, but as for actual pimples, I cut out dairy for the past, like, two months, and it's been helping so much. Like, I'm not a...
1: Oh, great. Yeah, like, I'm
0: not, like, a real vegan. I still eat, like, chicken. Chicken's the only meat that I eat. I don't eat any other meat. It's just, like, I need the protein and everything, but... As for dairy, like, I've been cutting it out. It has been getting better, but just in general, the fall and winter time, my skin is atrocious. Like, I get seasonal Mm -hmm. depression. It's so bad during this time.
1: I know. It's just, like, a plethora of issues during the winter. I feel
0: like everything just happens at once, and it's just, like, an absolute mess. Really, yeah. Like, in the summer, my skin is, like, super nice because of the salt water and the sun, and, like, I eat really clean in the summer for some reason, and then in the winter and fall, I just don't. But, yeah, I think eating clean definitely has a lot to do – with my skin but yeah I, I wish there was like a product that could just fix all of it make
1: life a lot easier
0: yeah like i i got the ordinary actually i'm not even gonna try to pronounce it but the one that starts with an n um niacinamide yeah it's not i got mm-hmm. it i haven't used it yet because i don't know if i'm allowed to use it with my chemical peel but i'm definitely gonna use it after oh uh, yeah but i think it's supposed to like scars so i think i'm gonna use it right after my chemical peels. i
1: have that and i I haven't been using it as much lately because I started Curology again, but mm-hmm. I did use niacinamide in the past, and I liked it a lot. I would use it every day, but yeah, I would definitely check on the chemical peel because I have no idea yeah. about like how it interacts with other things.
0: Yeah, okay, so number four was, we kind of covered already about what to do every morning, so I'm going to switch the question. Do you do like any manifestation rituals? Ooh, I have been so into manifestation lately.
1: I don't know if I have rituals per se, because I'm still kind of a newbie, but one is like scripting and journaling and acting as if. So like writing out in my journal as if I already have what I'm trying to manifest. Mm -hmm. For example, this past year, I got a puppy and- in my journal, I would write down like every day, like, I love my new puppy. She's so amazing and fun. This is before I got her. Yeah. And I would do that every single day. And eventually I manifested a puppy which was absolutely amazing. Mm. So scripting, I highly recommend. Also, visualization. Where you visualize your life already being the way that you want it to be, there's a lot of good meditations, guided meditations yeah. that you can do for that. And those I think are incredibly
0: helpful for manifesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a vision board actually, like with everything I want for my future, places I wanna travel, live, like jobs I wanna work, or just like a healthy lifestyle is like all over my vision board. So that's definitely a big thing, visual. And then I like how you said you write it as if you already have it. Like I used to manifest in the way that I'd be like, I want and I want this and I want that. And then I realized that's really not what it is, Um, and it's more of being like, I have this. Like, all right, I have clear skin. I love working Mm -hmm. out. And eventually, all these things piece together. And it's so weird when it actually happens. And then you look back in your journal and you're like, Oh my, attracted this into my life. Like it's Mm -hmm. insane. Yeah, I I even write.
1: Yeah, I even write to the universe sometimes, like, I'll write to the universe how grateful I am that I already have these things. I think gratitude is actually huge with manifestation. Um, And I'll, like, surrender my own agenda to the universe, which I think, like, one of the biggest tips I have for manifestation, again, I'm a newbie, so maybe don't listen to everything I say, but (laughs) is Mm -hmm. letting go of control. Because for my puppy, for example, I was so obsessive looking every mm-hmm. single day for a dog. And I realized I was like, Jenny, you're being really controlling, you're not going to get what you want, because your energy is so like manipulative and negative right now. And you're just being so desperate for this. So yeah. I journaled, I was like, universe, like, I let go of my controlling energy. And whatever is meant to be will be I'll get the puppy when I meant to. And literally that day, I got a call about That's amazing. That's like a huge tip for me is letting go of control because every time I've ever noticed that I've been controlling and I let go, the exact same day or maybe the next day within 24 hours something happens and it's pretty powerful
0: yeah I agree we, I'm very religious so I always say let go and let God and like you said mm-hmm. the more forceful you're trying to be like even people who are like I want a relationship I need a boyfriend and they're like being so forceful on like trying to talk to all these new people so that they could just be in a relationship or whatever it is don't know that it literally will not come to you in that way. And you just have to let go and you have to let your plan go to how it's supposed to be and just focus exactly. on you and everything will piece together. Yeah, And
1: right. And just trust that it's going to happen in the right time in the right way and everything will work out. Exactly. Perfect. Okay.
0: Um, last question that I have is what is a quote that you live by and what does it mean to you?
1: Okay. I got it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So this isn't exactly a quote because I don't have any like famous quotes that I live by, but I think my number one affirmation, because I'm big on affirmations is I trust myself, my intentions and the power of the universe. So putting a lot of trust in the way things are working out in my life. Um, That to me is something I almost always write when I write down affirmations, which that's also a part of my journaling, a part of my manifestation, all comes together. But certain affirmations, I would say I really stick to more than a quote, I guess, Mm -hmm. Um, like everything in my life is working out best case scenario that to me huge affirmation absolutely love that one as well
0: yeah my friend karen has um, an instagram page i don't know if you follow it i'm not going to try to pronounce it but it's i-c-i-e-t-n-u yeah do you know i know i know yeah i was gonna say she has daily affirmation like phone wallpapers and she's always posting them and they're always super super good so i was gonna say like check her out because she has great daily affirmation
1: oh I definitely will yeah
0: I haven't seen them because I don't scroll on Instagram Mm -hmm. because
1: I know that's so bad for my mental I have like a few notifications on for people that I know so I can see their posts but I never scroll and I haven't seen those affirmations so I definitely need to check those out yeah
0: she's awesome but it was so great having you on the podcast. I loved having you on to talk about wellness. I feel like I just love talking about it. I love listening to it. So I know the audience will too.
1: Yeah, I'm so passionate about this. And I'm really grateful that you even reached out. I was like, so honored. I was like, oh my gosh, uh, little me. <laughs> She's asking me. How to oh my podcast. gosh, I've been I'm following your like-
0: Instagram for like months now. Like, I love it
1: thank you that means so much to me and now we can become like tiktok besties yes, too since we're course. both on there definitely <laughs> i'm gonna follow you
0: next time you're on my for you page i feel like i saw you and i was like wait i feel like i know i was like do i know her from high school like i was like i know her face and then i right, saw your I name know. and i was like oh my god i know who this is mm-hmm, so Definitely. Funny. but oh yeah it was awesome having you on i hope you enjoy the rest of your day we'll definitely keep in touch definitely sounds great thanks so much i had lots of fun bye jenny Bye. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode with Jenny. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget I upload episodes every single Monday. You can follow my podcast Instagram, which is for you from Eve. And also my personal Instagram, which is Olivia Eve Shabo. They'll both be in the description below if you guys want to go to the ads. And I'm also recording a Q&A. So make sure you guys go to Instagram. Go ask me a question on TikTok or Instagram in the polls and I will be sure to answer in my next Q&A. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.